All right, thanks, Scott Shannon, and thanks to all of you for being with us. Toll-free, our number is 800-941-SEAN if you want to be a part of the program. Um, the question every American at some point is going to have to ask himself or herself, and I already know where my answer is on this, is do we have equal justice and equal application of our laws in this country? Because it certainly seems like we do not. And I could just lay out, you know, three great examples where where we're not treating people equally under the law. And it, it just as simple as this. It comes down to if you are a conservative, if you're a Republican, there's one system of justice. If your last name is Clinton, Biden, uh, or you're a part of the deep state helping the Democrats, putting your thumbs on the scale of elections in the case of the presidential elections in 2016 and, and 2020, uh, there are no consequences to be had at all whatsoever. Now, you might say, well, Hannity, that's a bit rough. That's a little unfair. Well, OK, run through, you know, all of the issues involving Hillary Clinton, the dirty dossier and the FBI's involvement in all of this. You know, we, we know that Hillary Clinton had top secret classified information on her email server. But don't take my word for it. Take the words of Jim Comey. From the group of 30,000 emails returned to the State Department 30, in 2014, 110 emails in 52 email chains have been determined by the owning agency to contain classified information at the time they were sent or received. Eight of those chains contained information that was top secret. 36 of those chains contained secret information at the time and eight contained confidential information at the time. Although we did not find clear evidence that Secretary Clinton or her colleagues intended to violate laws governing the handling of classified information, there is evidence that they were extremely careless in their handling of very sensitive, highly classified information. Although there is evidence of potential violations of the statutes regarding the handling of classified information, our judgment is that no reasonable prosecutor would bring such a case. No reasonable prosecutor would bring such a case. All right, you go to the Mar-a-Lago raid. What'd they find? Uh, 11,000 documents, a uh, hundred of which I guess are classified top secret. How is that any different except it wasn't put on a server? And you're still not, nobody's addressing the 33,000 missing emails of Hillary Clinton. We never got those. Uh, we do know that we had something that would seem to be conscious obstruction, which is the destruction of hard drives. Nobody knew what bleach bit was before all of this. And in other words, you mean like wiping your 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 hard drive with a cloth? No, meaning wiping all memory on your hard drive so nobody could retrieve it uh, with uh, sophisticated you know technology that that usually law enforcement might have. That's what that's what that means. So and, and that's just part of the story. And then, of course, paying for a dirty dossier from Russia, ultimately, and all of it completely unverifiable. Uh, the amazing part of the Danchenko trial, if you remember, he was the subsource for Christopher Steele. We know that the we learned from that 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 trial that Christopher Steele in early October 2016 was offered a million dollars if he could corroborate to the FBI that what was in the dossier was, in fact, true. Well, they never gave him the million dollars because he could never corroborate it. And then by the end of October, they go to the FISA court with an application and it says verified on the top of it using the bulk of information 
being the dirty dossier as a means of of getting approval for the FISA application. They got it. Andrew McCabe, deputy FBI director, even acknowledged without the dirty dossier, there wouldn't have been a FISA application granted. And then when they met with Danchenko, the source for Christopher Steele in January 2017, that's that's when he said this is all junk, all bar talk. None of it was meant to be true or used in the way it was used. And what happened to him? He got hired by the FBI and got put on their payroll. And and none of the people that lied to the FISA court, in other words, you're, you're saying to a court that something's verified and it's unverifiable. And as a matter of fact, it's debunked. And the guy that wrote the dossier, he can't claim his million dollar prize because he can't verify it. The guy that was the source for it gets put on the payroll. Why? So nobody can ever talk to him and eventually gets put on trial for lying to the FBI. I'm not sure what that officially means. Uh, but at the end of the day, Hillary Clinton, no problem having top secret classified information on her on her servers. No, no consequences at all for uh, using bleach bit and hammers and removing SIM cards and busting up devices, you know, because she's a Democrat. She gets a pass. Top secret information. No prosecutor would prosecute. Then why are we even bothering in the Mar-a-Lago case? If, if there's even fewer t- classified uh, materials in, quote, the raid that took place there. Now, what am I trying to say here? We, we don't have equal justice or application of our laws. The same thing goes when you look at the Hunter Biden case. I mean, I, this is plain as day for anybody with eyes to see what's going on here. The, the FBI had this for the longest period of time. Now, we're finally going to get an investigation into it, but it's only because Republicans took over the the Congress and James Comer outlined in in great specificity and great detail a preview of coming attractions that, in fact, he's saying that Joe Biden lied when he said he had nothing to hide during the campaign. He lied repeatedly when he said that I never one time spoke with Hunter Biden as it relates to his foreign business dealings. He, we now know, participated in many meetings that we chronicled and phone calls. Uh, and by the way, you know, the question is whether or not Joe Biden, as your president, is compromised, which it would be a really big deal if it was any Republican. And Comer saying this is an investigation of Joe Biden, the president of the United States. And we'd love to talk to the Biden family, specifically Hunter and Joe. And then going on even further, our investigation is about Joe Biden. We have already we already have evidence that would point that Joe Biden was involved in, with Hunter Biden on these issues. So we're learning a lot about this, you know, and Republicans now are going to begin simultaneous investigations into, the, you know, look how long the FBI had the laptop from hell. They had it long before the New York Post reported on it in the weeks just before the 2020 election. And then everybody went out there at that point. Why didn't the FBI do this investigation? Now, there's low hanging fruit on the laptop, uh, according to everybody that's reported on it. And that is you got Hunter with prostitutes, Hunter on video doing drugs, uh, all sorts of other little stuff that they could have gone after him for. But he's not been charged with a thing. This is now four years in the making. Did he pay taxes on any of this money that he was making from all of these foreign countries? But the question here is, when you look at, you know, nobody wanted to pay attention to the real quid pro quo. Why was it not a big deal to people when a vice president of the United States says you're not getting one billion dollars we have earmarked for you until you fire a 
a low-level prosecutor in Ukraine, and you got six hours to do it. And sure enough, Ukraine fired the prosecutor because they wanted the money. But then we find out that prosecutor, the reason Joe's so involved is because he was investigating his son, Hunter, who has no experience in oil, gas, energy, or Ukraine. Then why is he getting paid millions of dollars? You know, the and we have, you know, example after example. How many times in the laptop is Hunter Biden himself implicating his own father in terms of, oh, Pops takes half my, my the, half the amount of money I make. Pops is the big guy, corroborated by Bobolinsky in that case. Um, or, or Hunter complaining bitterly that he has to pay for repairs at Joe's house. Now we're finding out from Comer that the, the, uh, the Biden family had over 150 suspicious activity reports that were filed by U.S. banks with the federal government over foreign transactions from Hunter and Joe Biden's brother Jim. We believe that they also, Comer said, bank accounts of Joe and Hunter were co-mingled, if not shared, meaning the money was theirs. But meanwhile, it was Hunter that was bringing it, it in from these foreign business sources. They're talking about as many as, what, 50 countries he says he's identified that the Bidens have done business with. And what experience did Hunter have to get the type of deals that we're talking about here? You know, you get, what, three and a half million from the former first lady of, of Moscow and then a $100 million investment in a real estate venture that Hunter's involved in. Then you've got, of course, the, the millions that he made from Burisma in Ukraine. And then, of course, you got the, the Chinese money. You got a Chinese national taking Hunter Biden and his family on a $100,000 shopping spree. Now I, we find out about a $5 million no-interest loan that's forgivable. A no-interest loan that's forgivable means, okay, here's $5 million. Good luck with that or the $1.5 billion deal with the Bank of China. Forget Deutsche Bank, forget Goldman Sachs, you know, forget any of the, the big banks. We're going to do business with Hunter, who at the time was addicted to crack, if my timeline is correct. Um, so if you look at it, and Joe Biden going out during the campaign, not challenged by the mob, by the media, saying repeatedly no, not one time did he ever talk to his son about any of his foreign business dealings. Well, now we have photograph after photograph after photograph. Biden was pictured with his son's foreign business partners. We know of at least 14 of, of these individuals Joe met with, with Hunter, foreign business partners, 14 occasions that we know of. Now, they can say this is old debunked conspiracy theories, which has just been one of their latest attempts at distracting from this. But the pictures are real. The laptop is real. Hunter's business associates are real. And, you know, as as Congressman Jordan described it, this is anything but a debunked conspiracy theory. So you've got these simultaneous investigations going on. Why didn't the FBI do anything with this? Why didn't they look into it? You know, the idea, you know, then, then you have other questions. All right. Why is it that we're going to cancel the Keystone XL pipeline while simultaneously giving a waiver to Russia so that Russia can build their Nord Stream 2 pipeline to make billions of dollars with and, of course, have more control over our NATO and Western European allies. Why would you give such a waiver unless you had this longstanding business relationship that benefited the, the, the Biden family? And again, where's the FBI on all of these issues? Where's the FBI on Strzok? Where's the FBI on Page? Where's the FBI on lying to FISA courts? Uh, where's Hillary Clinton held accountable for top secret classified information on on her server? Where is she held accountable uh, for 
purchasing a dirty dossier and then, you know, sending that dossier out. What about the fact that, you know, Hillary Clinton, you know, had bleach bit and and hammers and devices. And, you know, at, at what point do we not say there's something wrong in this country? We don't have equal justice under the law or equal application of our laws. Now we're learning about this new special prosecutor, Jack Smith. I don't know much about him, except I read this from justthenews.com. Later on, John uh, Solomon will tell us. Uh, but apparently he was involved in the House Oversight uh, Committee. They concluded uh, that his earlier stint at the FBI, he set up a critical meeting between his department and the IRS and Lois Lerner that set in motion the targeting of conservative nonprofits that became one of the signature scandals of the Obama administration. And they obtained testimony from a DOJ official named Richard Pilger in in 2014 that showed Smith set up a meeting with Lerner to discuss more aggressive enforcement of regulations prohibiting tax-exempt groups from engaging in politics in the aftermath of the Citizens United decision. Anyway, the Justice Department convened a meeting with Lois Lerner to discuss how the IRS could assist in the criminal enforcement of the campaign finance laws. Anyway, the uh, committee wrote in 2014 to the DOJ, this meeting was arranged at the direction of the Public Integrity Section Chief. That would be now the this, this special prosecutor that's appointed. And on top of that, he got beaten down. He convicted on 11 felony accounts, former Virginia Governor Bob McDonald, but the Supreme Court reversed that conviction in a stunning loss for the DOJ. Obviously, this guy's got an agenda. Here we go again. Anyway, 800-941-SEAN, our number if you want to be a part of the program. Listen, I want to remind you about our, our friends at Henry Repeating Arms. I love this company. And I got to tell you something. It is an incredible place. They have the best firearms available, period. They're now celebrating their 25th anniversary. Uh, you are going to be happy with your Henry because Anthony, their owner, says, if you buy a Henry, you have my personal guarantee to make certain that you're 100% satisfied with the purchase of our rifles, our shotguns. If you spend your hard-earned money on a Henry, I assure you we will do what it takes to make sure you're happy with it. They have a broad range of firearms, both rimfire, centerfire calibers, 200 models to choose come uh, choose from. I love their variety of finishes and configurations. They're second to none. They have something for everybody. If you're a hunter, if you're a collector, an outdoorsman, you need a home defense, whatever. And the quality of craftsmanship is incredible, accurate, right out of the box, and reliable and affordable. And that's why they've been in business 25 years, and we congratulate them on their incredible success. By the way, all Henry's are made in America or not made at all. Now go to their website. You're going to love this company, henryusa.com. That's one word, henryusa.com. You'll get a free catalog, free decals, and a list of dealers where you live. That's henryusa.com, free catalog decals, and a list of dealers, and you're going to love your Henry like I like my Henry's.